Welcome to episode 20 of We Were Just Thinking. I'm Shaylin. And I'm Melina. You know what we're all about by now, but if anyone's joining us for the first time, we rant, offer some ways to be better, tell you what we're into, think about things, show some gratitude, and send you off with a thought to ponder or feel. Thanks for listening wherever you found us, and we're glad to have you with us today. So the rant is going to start off with social media obligations for trends. I feel like there's no one you meet these days that doesn't say, oh, I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And maybe it's because other than for the podcast, I don't use social media, but it seems so unreal to me. And I was watching this documentary and it referred to, um, like it referenced how people in their thirties in America are the least likely to date if they're single and even engage in sex when single. They're less likely to get married, less likely to have children. It, it was just like, whoa. <laughs> and this was mentioned because it was focused on how like educated people, people who, you know, have a degree or pursue higher education after high school, um, in this age range experienced the boom of, um, AOL instant messenger back in the day and, um, MySpace, etc. And now a whole new layer has surfaced and human interaction is just so much more limited than it used to be. And, Many people are, you know, becoming attracted or already are attracted to the swipe life and get really enthralled at all the like instant gratification that comes from that. But ultimately like the pursuit is not leading to a human connection and you're not actually meeting in person or developing a connection between two people. And it seems like it makes dating more fun than no, being in a relationship <laughs> because like someone can have multiple people interested in them at one time and not have to focus on like any difficult things like rejection or schedule conflicts or hardships, uh, you know, because there's always someone else like hanging because on the it's line. it's not a real interaction. Right. But they are, they already have like more people on the list, you know what I mean? To hang mm, out with. Yeah. And that's a scary p- future for, you know, population, economy and institution of marriage as a whole. And, um, it's a mess. I've talked to multiple guys that I've been on dates with in the last, like, three years or so that talk about how frustrating it is that, like, nobody knows what the ground rules are. Like, it seems like there are none because, you know, Tinder, I think, is a big problem <laughs> and then has, like, contributed to that. Yeah. Um, particularly, like, because people are just so flippin' rude there. And will, like, just straight up stop responding to you. Um, On Tinder, you said? Yeah, or any of these things. I think Tinder, though, started that culture that's just so flippin' rude. And it, like, seeped into all dating culture. I feel like Tinder is highly responsible for this idea of throwaway relationships, which is, you know, hookup culture. And I feel like acting like it's fine, um, it's not. You know, like, it just isn't. And everybody knows it, but people want to, like turn it into this liberating thing and it's not like nobody's like proud of a hookup and when something is like celebrating that I think that's a problem it's kind of like this idea that you know divorce should be an option but it's never going to be something to be celebrated you know yeah I feel like that about hookups it's like I understand that you want that as an option but to celebrate it in an entire app and like turn it into a whole culture that glorifies it it's, it's not a good thing like and everybody knows that. Like, even sex isn't good when it's a one-night stand. <laughs> like, it's just not. Because yeah. part of sex is connection. And when we turn relationships into that and treat people that way, it becomes a major problem. 
and it trickles into the whole culture like I've had multiple like guys bring up how frustrating social media has made dating and they brought it up not me yeah that's interesting but I they don't know the ground rules and they think you're gonna just disappear because girls use it to get dinners basically well I like how Mark Gross from create the love um, said he has I mean he always has different stuff on Instagram but he, he says something along the lines of like if someone ghosts you um, it was their way of saving you from having to break it off or something yeah. like that. Like, you always feel rejected if, if that happens, but ultimately it's like, well, no, you were probably, this probably wasn't going to work long term anyway. Yeah. And regardless though, like that should be something that's like not acceptable and it's super common. Yeah. Like it should be something that's like once in a while. And that's how I feel about hookups. It's like, that should be a fringe kind of extremist thing to like intentionally have a one night stand <laughs> and throw someone away that should be a fringe but it's become like commonplace and that's what I feel like with social media it's like real relationships should be the centerpiece making friends should be the centerpiece not tinder like yeah but you know I feel like these days people work so much and are so obligated in so many parts of their lives that I think a lot of you know what this study was referencing in this documentary is that people don't have the time, so they're not investing. They're doing convenient stuff. And there was even one person on there that, you know, he was mentioning he traveled for work a lot. And so he gets on Tinder whenever he's out of town and, mm -hmm. like, looks for hookups, essentially, you know, to get the need met. But ultimately, not really ever pursuing a relationship. But if he's in a different city or state or country, like, well, he'll use Tinder. And if you're you know? filling your time when you're in a different city or state, like... All that time is still being spent on something. If you're spending your time and effort on hookups consistently, that could have added up to something else better than a hookup. And I feel like yeah. people are truly, like, investing in these things. Like, I've had a friend consistently, like, almost harass me about getting Snapchat to send me snaps. And it's like, just text me. <laughs> like, it's not that complicated. Call on the phone. I don't right. want Snapchat. <laughs> like, it's so hard. Because people depend on some of those things to interact. I think it's an addiction, too, though. I, I mean, too. I know we use that word really frivolously these days, but I do think that, you know, there is an addiction to the whole likes and swipes and matches and mm -hmm. thumbs ups and subscribes. Somebody and I know was telling you about that. <laughs> all these things. Like, I know you've mentioned, like, that, yeah. the algorithm for Instagram before and stuff like that. And I mean, I, I know that there's obviously some sort of something behind it or it wouldn't be so effective, but... And it wouldn't be such a major problem. Plus, we're all, like at some point or another seeking approval from someone else in some other way and maybe you know someone thinking you're hot and swiping whichever way it means that you're hot is that swipe right but isn't if you it like so it or much something? fun yeah right is good left is bad yeah if somebody swipes right then that means hey you know somebody someone thinks i'm attractive or but isn't whatever. that so much more fun out in public and you know someone does by the way they look at you like that's better <laughs> like well yeah because i mean like a hundred years ago when i online dated I never trusted the photos. Yeah. I, I never put stock into it until we met in person mm -hmm. because Same. I was like, this is going to be some 50 year old man with a bald head and like well, pictures are from 15 <laughs> years pictures ago. Pictures are yeah. from back in his days at 
wherever you went to college, <laughs> it's going to be a big... <laughs> and, I mean, I, I did go on a couple of dates that, you know, were quality and they were as advertised, blah, blah, blah. They just didn't work out for, you know, multiple reasons. But it's just kind of interesting because I think that there's a lot of fear in that. And I, I feel like there's the show... Um, 90 day fiance <laughs> and they've even talked about that they'll say you know like her pictures didn't look like that or and I think it's because it's harder for women to age like women don't age as gracefully as men unless we oh. put a lot of effort into ourselves I've told people to like girls who are like oh I'm gonna try it like I purposely put pictures that I feel like are a little less attractive so if they run like if they see me it's like an up they're gonna be like hey you're actually Why you're even you... better looking in person <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> first time and I like wait for a few times and then I dress up when I know I like you and you've earned me to put yeah. on all that makeup. <laughs> I mean we're not we're not getting decked out until we know it's for real. You're worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And if I come if I hang out with you in sweats a lot and no makeup it means that you're not getting any effort because you're not giving any effort. Mm. I don't know. I think it was where you live too. I feel like when I was younger I was always like dressed to the nines or whatever it's called. Yeah. And now living here I feel like the standard of <laughs> effort so for people is very, very low. I've never lived in a place like Asheville. Who, I mean, there's so many people who just let themselves go, you know? Like, I mean, it's, and it's all fine with me, but it, it's the first place I've ever lived. I mean, Chattanooga was a little crunchy, but it was just getting crunchy when I was leaving grad school. Okay. <laughs> mostly. And then Knoxville had its crunchy parts too, for sure. But, like Asheville, I mean, the shave in the legs, the shave in the armpits, makeup, all this stuff is just like... It's gone. Yeah, I mean, gray hair is totally normal on young people. Like, a lot of people don't dye their hair. You know, it's just a very, like, natural type Culture. place. And, um... I like that most of the time. But... Yeah, I mean, somebody I'll say dating... that it's made me, like, put less effort into myself. And thankfully, John's tolerant of that, but... <laughs> <laughs> I just... You know what I mean? Like, I just don't... Everybody's different. Culture's very different. I wear makeup when we go out, you know, or whatever, but John's even told me, and I thought this was funny, because I didn't know if it was, like, an insult or a compliment, but he'd say, you know, you don't really look a lot different when you wear makeup. Like, and well, I'm like, shit, are I'm you kidding me, man? Like, <laughs> took, like, an extra ten minutes, you know? But if you think that I look similar, then yeah, I'll go ahead and shave that off, you know? Like, <laughs> it's fine. Um, so, funny. anyway, yeah, I got sidetracked there, but the other part of my rant is sales. This oh is that God. time of year where yeah. sales are all crazy, and I was going to talk about Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all that, but I just decided that's come and gone, so I'll just, <laughs> I'll just let it go. And the sales are so appealing this time of year, and it's so in your face and hard to ignore, but... I just like knowing that I kept the same amount in my checking account and I didn't budget for spending on those days, um, like Cyber Monday and Black Friday and Purple Tuesday or whatever it is. I, I just, like, is that a real thing? Did you make that up? I think I made it up. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I, I just enjoyed knowing that I didn't blow my budget and yeah. I, I don't need any style. things. And I really feel like, I mean, we've talked in a couple episodes ago about how you know, going like a gift free Christmas or something like that, or doing experiences instead. But if I, I know Christmas is coming every year. And so I just always say like throughout the year, I might find things that I want and I'll I just save too. it, you know, and that way it doesn't yeah. like sneak up on me because despite 
you know, whatever you think about him. I appreciate that Dave Ramsey always says, Christmas is not an emergency. You've known it was coming since 364 days ago. (laughs) And I'm like, that's so true, you know, but life gets busy and we get sidetracked. And before you know it, we're being reactive and spending all of our money, even though if we don't have it. We spend too much on Christmas too. I feel like, I feel like I would never want, this is my perspective on this. I would never want someone to give me a gift that they could not afford. Exactly. So why would I do that? Like, bake me a brownie and bake all of the people you know a brownie and put it in a cute little bag and I'm done. Like, it's fine. Like, and I'm sorry, but our economy is really not great right now. Most of the people I know are in a bunch of student debt. So please don't spend Rich. money on things you can't afford. You know what I mean? I wish we could all just agree as a culture, like all these people that are in student debt, to be like, nah, we're all paying off our debt. We're going to stop doing all this ridiculous Christmas expense together well i could afford your christmas gift but (laughs) i still got you one but you know what i mean it's like yeah i i do and that's the thing is i do think we get caught up in that whole keeping up with the joneses thing and like john and i don't even exchange gifts anymore and and truthfully some people are like what but he makes way more money than i do he can buy whatever he wants for himself and i would always think i was getting him like these kick-ass gifts and they weren't really gifts he liked So, you know, (laughs) and I'd be bummed if he didn't love it, you know? And so it was just like, well, sheesh, like, okay, well, let's do something else. So, and he's a great gift giver, you know, like he is really thoughtful, but I don't buy myself things. And the other thing that he and I talk about is I'm much more likely to discuss things I'm into, you know, like, oh, I really like this new Fitbit they have, whatever, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Whereas he's not as likely to... Just to mention things it. he likes, yeah. you know. So, yeah, it, it's tough. Well, and I feel like the spirit of gift giving is kind of like robbed in this season. Like, especially when Christmas music comes on before Halloween, that is a buzzkill for me. I like it. I just feel like the same thing with Tinder. It's like something about our materialistic culture has like ruined it. It's like Tinder has ruined dating. Not all of it, obviously, <laughs> but I mean, it's just so easy to get turned off. And sales are a huge one. Like, please capitalize on our generosity. I know. Or, oh, this is a real rant, and then we have to move on from this section. But I, <laughs> like, when you get to the register to pay for something, <laughs> I did this at Old Navy the other day. Old Navy was having a huge sale, so I was like, okay, I need a couple dresses. I'm going to go in there, and I'm only going to spend 40 bucks. Well, I got super lucky, and both dresses were, like, $10. And I thought, oh, yeah. I could get four, but I'm still just going to get two because I still only need two. all I really want. Yeah. Anyway, you know, all that stuff. So I got to the register and she's like, hi. And I was like, hi. And she's like, would you like to save an extra 10% and an extra $20? And it was like so many words that I didn't even know what she was talking about anymore. But basically it was all, (laughs) do you want to get the, because you now like, yeah, credit card. Old Navy though is partnered with Gap and like some other stores, you know, like Bed Bath, or uh, sorry, Bath and Beauty and Bath. I don't even know what the mall stars are these days. Mall stores are these days. But anyway, so she she was basically talking it up that you could get this discount at all these other places and blah, blah, blah. A spiel and I was thinking, the interest rate on this credit card is going to be like 30%. So it's going to kill the entire sale I got here today. No way. Yeah. And she's like, well, you can always pay it off in the first month. And I was like, then why not just pay cash right now? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not her fault. I'm sure she has some sort of quota she needs, but... Let me tell you, I gave her a math lesson. 
wish I could have been a I was just the like, for that, that is not a deal. I just was like, oh my gosh. I wasn't rude, but I just said, oh man, that's not a deal. <laughs> I wish I could have seen that. Okay, I'm going to do my rant real quick because yeah. we've been on the rant too long. But, I know, but this is the most at risk part. of sounding bitter, I have to do it, y'all. As if we haven't sounded bitter so far. Yep, this is pretty close to home because yeah, like, if you're a, a parent in the world. Put on your listening ears. Yeah. Okay, so people who have children and want preschool teachers to raise them for next to no money, <laughs> and then public school teachers to also do it for next to no money, to be free marriage counselors, nurses, child psychologists, co-parents, and to top it all off, law enforcement by arming us, <laughs> then complain and demand when all of these roles are not fulfilled to perfection in classes of 20 plus students. By the way, they also want teachers to educate these students without doing any homework, without reading to their children, with supplies from our own salaries, the entitlement of those who perpetuate these things needs to be held accountable. It's ridiculous. It's a joke. I'm very tired of it. Hashtag amen. That's all I got. So if you're a parent, make sure you're carrying your weight. Yeah. We all have a lot Appreciate to do. teachers. We know it. And not just in that week of teacher appreciation. Like literally every day, all day, every day. Because... Yeah. We don't have enough nurses in schools. We don't have enough counselors. It's not our job to be your marriage counselor. It's not our job to be your psychologist. <laughs> your taxes pay us a very low salary. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, yeah. And people are always like, oh, the benefits. Do you know a teacher who doesn't work on their breaks? Melina, don't be ridiculous. You've got the summer off. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody else says that to me, I literally want to... I know. I don't get the summer off anymore, so... Bye, Felicia, with that. And <laughs> do you know a teacher that doesn't work in the summer? Uh, I don't. Shailen. I've never met one. Not you anymore. You do work work for school to get ready. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I sure check out, too. Um, yeah, that's crazy town. Uh, we all need to do better on that. And if you hear anybody complaining and demanding about schools not being perfect, please call them out. I actually did have a parent a few weeks ago say something along the lines of, you know, I really appreciate all that you do, and I know this isn't an easy job, and, you know, some of us just think on Saturday and Sunday how busy we are and how we're running all over the place and how, you know, they're having meltdowns and stuff like that, and, and we're not even trying to make them do anything they don't want to do, and I was like, yeah. yeah. And with, look, You like want to see how hard your kids three. are to work with? Get yourself out a two-step word problem. <laughs> Go ahead and sit at the dining room table and work one of those bad boys. Other students, <laughs> mind and you, parents calling you to tell, talk to their ex-wife for them. <laughs> make sure, yeah, I've had that happen several times. You ever times. do that to me again? I'm gonna look at you and just be silent. I'm just gonna stare at you. Can you call my ex-wife and tell her? I'm Can like, you make uh, three copies of this for I'll us? I'll make a family copy to speak to each other. <laughs> no, but I'm grow serious. Up, if you want to know how challenging it is. No, Get a word kidding. problem a couple levels higher than your kid's reading level, and you will think, what in the world? How do these people do this? Yeah. Yeah, you'll see. Yeah, the supply thing, too. If I ever hear another parent complain about supplies again. I'm like, do you have you ever seen your child use a glue stick? Would you like they to use know the whole thing how much for we one spend of our salary on supplies that aren't even on the list? <laughs> I know, right? That you never even see. Like, well, so much of this stuff's consumables, and people don't realize. Like, we go through construction paper like toilet paper. I mean, it is intense. Clorox wipes like toilet paper. Um, pencils, glue sticks, glue. pencils, 
Like, I mean, yeah, they don't last the whole year. And if you guys refuse to pay for it for one kid, and that doesn't seem so bad, but yeah. it, and then I have to buy it for every kid every month. Well, I do do a pencil war. We have our pencils for a whole quarter. Yeah, and we come but, up with all kinds of things to be resourceful like that. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. All right. Do yeah. it better. So, well, do what we just ranted about better, too. <laughs> yeah, no, that really is my do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just a reminder that Christmas is not just about gifts. Oh, imagine that. Of course it feels great when people close to you give you or make you a meaningful gift. But I just wanted to share some fun ideas for Christmas. Um, or celebrations in general is what I'm really going for. Because Christmas is right around the corner. And these can be like gal pal gatherings or... Craft night, girls night. Whatever. Yeah. So you could do like a pedicure as a group and just spending some time together. You could draw names so you only purchase one gift you know, for whoever you have, or go out for a, like a wine and painting night to do together. I think you that's could so fun. Just go to somebody's house and have a potluck, and then you just walk away with a handmade memory. Um, I love those the dry the painting nights where you get to bring your own wine, and you could always choose to like purchase an experience instead of an item. I love that. Um, in previous years, I've drawn names with friends from work or friends outside of work, um, and it, it just saves everybody money and winds up less in the landfill <laughs> and um yes. you can even you know complete a secret santa form i gave this to my coworkers this year and um they just like listed everything and then we all exchanged names um i love doing secret santa to cut down on i hate to say this but cut down on stuff that i just end up giving that i throw away right I and always... i think that's important too i was gonna say you know shopping secondhand it all is always a great option too mm. um it doesn't have to be you can find plenty of things you know at which that's such a hypocritical thing for me to say because thrift store gives me hives. <laughs> I thrift all the time and I found really good gifts at thrift stores. I, well, it's not that I don't care. I, I mean, I'm sure there's good stuff. The hard part for me is the clutter. I, yes, yeah. I cannot handle the clutter and I can't dig for something that might work for me for three hours. <laughs> so to each his or her own. <laughs> I love thrifting. I found a lot of good presents there. Some of the people's favorite gifts that I've ever given them, they're, where they were like, oh, I love this so much. Uh, thrift store. I didn't tell them because I feel like it has a stigma. But I know. Why is that? I don't feel that way at all. I don't either. Actually, I prefer someone get me something from a thrift store than brand new because at this point we're killing our earth and no one cares. <laughs> I think you can say that in hindsight. We have killed. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. But who knows? Anyway, mm -hmm. on to your do it better. We, we Sorry. Can okay, about yeah. the planet for All right, years. so own your responsibilities, whatever they may be. Resist the urge to deflect what is your responsibility onto someone else. It's so extremely important. And the whole thing with parents in schools is not the only time that I've been thinking about this. I feel like it's a cultural thing to kind of like blame the boss or blame your friend or blame your mom and dad or blame your brother or sister or whoever you want to blame. The president, the government. Like, <laughs> own up to your adult responsibilities. We have a lot of them. And I feel like my age range is not doing a very good job of that. So, man up. Or woman up. It's tough, too. We have a lot on our plate, man. This is a crazy, crazy life we're living. Especially if you're engaging in some of that other stuff we talked about earlier, like keeping up with the Joneses and all that. It's a lot. But 
I think I've mentioned it. I know I've mentioned it before, but the uh, not to do list. I love doing that. I list everything that's on my plate, and then I start assigning it to who it really belongs to. Yeah. Or prioritizing what really doesn't because need to be done. Because if you do things that aren't your job, then your job's not getting done. And I'm sorry, but basic civic responsibility as an adult is your job. Like, you need to care a little bit about what's going on in the world and engage in it. And it's, if it's because you're too busy doing some project at work that's not even your job, you know, like doing Those busy do work. do not feel fulfilling anyway. No, yes. And, like, instead of doing that, read the news. I'm not a nice person with a resentful heart. <laughs> um, yeah, just, you know, get your priorities straight. And I yes. know that sounds preachy, but truly... I love that list because that helps me organize my priorities because I'm a do-it-all kind of person, um, especially when it comes to work, if people are slacking and stuff like that. So I know all about, you know, want to do it all. I guess it does feel but... preachy, but I also feel like you'll feel better if oh, you're yeah. prioritizing more meaningful things. Like, if you're prioritizing busy work, you're miserable. If you're prioritizing priorities, you're going to feel better. Yeah. Um, because they're what's important to you. Mm -hmm. And one of my priorities recently was to finish up my book, The Other Woman. <laughs> and, um, She's into it. Woo! It was so good. <laughs> and I also just finished We Met in December by Rosie Curtis. And it was just a wonderful Christmassy, cozy read. Aww. And um, I'm also reading Eligible by Curtis Sittenfield, who wrote um, the last book I talked about, um, You Think It, I'll Say It. Yeah. So good. Um, plus I'm traveling soon, so I had to stock up on some books and I needed to stock up on some podcasts too. So I've already downloaded that. And, um, an update, I'm loving the Stojo collapsible cup. Right, okay. I'm using the 24 ounce at work for cold stuff and no sweating so far. I need a separate one. For and that. I'm keeping the 16 ounce in my purse for unexpected liquid needs because <laughs> I like coffee. The earth. Well, yeah, and then that's the thing is, like, I always have a mug or something, but you're not always in your car, you know? So, yes. like, I wanted something that would fit in my bag, and it's pretty small. Um, and <clears throat> I'm also loving the Hero Tile. I think I told you guys about ordering that. It's um, one of those things that has, it's basically just suction, and it sucks to, sucks, <laughs> it suctions to any flat surface, and then also holds your phone or tablet or anything like that, but it, there's no, like, you don't have to affix it forever. It's not like a permanent thing. Um, oh, okay. So that's why I was really excited about that. Mainly because when I fly, I want to use my phone on the back of the seat in front of me. Yeah. Without having to like look down. So we'll see sick. how that goes. Yeah. Oh, I definitely want that update. And, um, yeah. And I think I already mentioned most of these things anyway, but I thought that they might be good stocking stuffer options. Everything I mentioned was like under 16 bucks. Could fit um, in a stocking. Literally. Yeah, literally could fit in a stocking. So these are some quick things, and these are um, <sighs> WWJT approved by Shaylin. <laughs> I love that. I wish we'd thought of that sooner. Okay, so I'm actually really excited about my we're into this product this week because. Um, Do I you just... know what WWJT is? We were just thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought you were really asking, but I think you just wanted me to say it. Well, no, everybody. I didn't know if people would catch on. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so my word into our, the brand Safari Limited has these tubes towards, it's spelled T-O-O-B, which annoys me, but I still love the product. Um, I actually prefer that more. Really? It looks like 
how like a kid tube. toy. <laughs> and that's exactly how kids would spell that. That's true. So there are so many of these little sets on my wish list for my preschool classroom. I love these toys because they're kid-friendly and small, but they are correct as far as their real-life themes. Like, there's a human organs one, there's types of animals, like, by where they live, and they're real animals. They're not, like, these, you know, not that I have a problem with unicorns, but I would much rather kids oh be playing God. with real things. So where that did I... unicorns come from? They're <sighs> everywhere these days. Yeah, slothicorns are a new thing, too. I have all these kids wearing headbands with horns on them, and I'm I like... Know. You know, if you had to teach kids, you would not let them wear stuff that you like. I don't let them, but whatever. No, me either. Um, so there's really cool, like, they're all very educational, but kids love them, and they're little, and they fit in these literal tubes that are really easy to store. Um, there are types of vehicles that they would see in real life. Uh, really get excited about meaningful play. And, um... What age groups would you say these are appropriate for? I mean, obviously preschool, four and five-year-olds not younger than that I would say because they're small and I, I mean if you're sitting with them at a table they're probably not gonna choke on it but but how old like at least four I would probably say but would it be okay for a year olds I mean maybe not at school but yeah because they can make I think that they were originally started as like for dioramas oh to be accurate because yeah. they're perfect they have all the parts like they have like there's one that's like all the human organs and they look real they look like they're real human organs and they're like to scale they have ones that are like all different types of emergency vehicles and awesome we do dioramas for landforms yeah so. they do types of animals like they'll have like a marine life one and it's like animals that would really live together in the ocean right or they separate arctic from just like what would live in the tundra like they're very science cool. accurate and like geographically accurate and another really good gift love them oh i love them and if you're a teacher they're really nice really parents too if you buy your kids a lot of toys they're so small and fit in these tubes so if you want to rotate them out when they get bored you could have 20 of these things and it wouldn't even fill up a cabinet like that's what i like too because kids love little stuff and, and approximately how large are each piece is each piece? um probably two or three inches oh so not super super tiny you no. couldn't shove them in your nose or your ears or you could not fit most of them in your nose or your ears, correct? You could eat them if you, if you were, like, two. And you could shove them in your butt, so... <laughs> depending on what your kids I are into. Have, you know what's funny? Is proceed I, with caution. I have kids, I have four-year-olds who fight over these little toys. I'm steal this And they underwear. stick it in their pants. I know. <laughs> and I'm it'll like, be, like, well, stick it out of their little leggings, you know? And I'm like, what's that? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm like, it's a dinosaur and it's going in the sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. Or that's a great way to steal it because I'm definitely not going to ask for it back. Um, so anyway, we were just thinking some tips. Um, it's, it tis the season, if you will. Yeah. And, you know, read a book. Have some cocoa. Cozy up and watch a warm holiday movie. You know, I like Hallmark films. It's just that time of year where we get to embrace some time off, hopefully for everyone, um, with those we love and, or even if people, you know, that are just important to you that you love, but maybe it's not family. Um, I think family in some way has taken on, you know, a few new meanings these days, but I just hope, you know, you take some time for yourself and get rejuvenated and start 2020 with a refreshed perspective and a revived mindset. And I think that we kind of say that every year, but then it gets to be like February and we're like, oh, fuck, we already messed it up again. You know, or, yeah. ooh, I just said a real I was word. like, yeah, she did. <laughs> she says them all the time. Normally, but it's such a bad feeling when it's like right at the beginning of the year and you've already like pooped on your Plans. resolutions yeah. or plans or whatever word you want to assign them so you know 
you can call it goals, whatever. Your brain knows what you're really calling it. So if you're just going to call it some weird name, it's probably not going to work. But um, yeah, just <laughs> boost yourself. Get yourself pumped up for the year. If you've got something that you, you know, want to do, then go ahead and feel it out and, you know, give it a whirl. This year we did the podcast, you know, and, yeah. and we didn't know what we were doing. Still don't. <laughs> Sometimes. And, but it uh, feels like an accomplishment. You know, with that in mind, we do have some changes coming up, and we're going to fill you in on that but, um, with our send-off. But, yeah, just take some time for you and, and put yourself first. I know that's an easy time for women especially. And, and I'm going to go ahead and say for men too, a lot of men definitely feel like they have to provide for the family um, anyway, but then this time of year, it's like extra hard. And I know a lot of women feel that way too. You know, maybe you're working extra to make extra money so you can have an extra nice Christmas, but just remember, it's not all about those gifts and, um, it's about love and quality time. And I can speak as someone who works with kids all the time. They don't need that extra $200 toy. They need you, you to read to them yeah. and they need your love and they need your quality time. It's not a Tonka truck. It's not a Barbie car. It's, it's just not those things. No, for so. sure. Um, and my was about the holidays too. Holidays can be really hard on everybody yeah. for a lot of different reasons. So just remember to take care of yourself and be gentle with the people around you. A lot of people are going through a lot of really hard things at the holidays. Yeah, so, they're not, everybody's not happy. I mean, I even think about that with kids, you know, like we're all looking forward to winter break. And then I think, well, my classroom's the safe space for some of these kiddos. And I'm excited about break, but some of them are devastated to be leaving school for two weeks. Yeah. And, and that even makes me think about, you know, elderly people. Like this time of year, I like to take Christmas cards to nursing homes and things like that because it devastates me that people, you know, some of these people don't have people that visit them anymore. And, at all. Or at all. Yeah. And, and, it's just, it's, it can be a very sad time and, and not that it's any more sad right now than the other 11 months of the year. It just seems to be it more does, though. in it your is. brain. Yeah. It's in your, you think about it more. I think it does. I think it is sadder. I don't know why, but I feel like, you know, to do the whole independent thing a lot of the time is not a big deal, but something about a holiday is just yeah. not meant to be done alone. Yeah. And, and I think that you could also, you know, think of that if you're doing something quality time with friends or family, um, reaching out to those who are less fortunate than you, that's a great way to give back and it feels good when yeah. you do that. So it'll be good for you too. Yeah. It feels great. Um, so thanks for listening to us chat in each of these episodes. We've had so much fun learning how to podcast this year, despite not having it all figured out even still, um, without you, we would have just been chatting. Um, which I guess we kind of were anyway. (laughs) But seeing that people are, you know, listening and coming back each time has just been really cool and motivating to continue. And we appreciate you and the time you've given us. Um, As we head into 2020, we wish you a year of love, gratitude, and perseverance if you're going through some things. Um, Being present, relaxing, feeling positive, um, applying your courage. If there's something you want to do, we encourage you to get after it. Do it. And success. And success means different things to different people, but whatever that means to you on your journey that you're on or you want to begin, we hope that you um, achieve that. And in addition to wrapping up the year, we also wanted to let you know that this is our finale podcast episode as well. Um, It's been really fun and we've enjoyed it and we've enjoyed hearing back from you guys and reading the reviews. And um, Thanks for Just thanks. Overall, it's been super fun. Yeah, we've enjoyed uh, these conversations and giving recording them a try. Reach out to us if there's anything else you think we might be interested in doing with you. Yeah, if you or new topics, anything. Yeah. So um, we'll be on hiatus, but um, we had a great 
season of 2019 yes. episodes. So this is our 20th episode and our finale. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, that means we've been doing this for 40 weeks, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, we hope that 2020 is your best year yet. And don't, don't forget, forget to be authentically, authentically you without apology. apology.